Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. We're doing this shit again. Why not, lovely buns? I don't know. It just seems like he doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's not very calming. Not coming. Coming. It doesn't turn me on to come. I mean, why are you using mother's pasties? What are you talking about, mother's pasties? You're talking about the pasties again? Isn't this like normal? Man, I don't know. But I tell you what. What? I got them temporarily banned from Twitter. Why would they do that to you, honey? My sweetie pie? I don't know. I think they don't like fake threats of violence either, so they have to come down on everything. There was no threat. What did you say, sweetie pie? All I said is if someone were to... Cut out a piece of pizza from my pizza pizza and leave me that outline. I would just castrate them. Yeah, if someone wanted to give me a piece of pizza with the inside removed, just the outer, like, shape of the pizza, I'd probably castrate them too. Yeah, you don't want more people like that walking around. That's bullshit. people's pizza. Rude? Yeah. It's a crime against pizza in Italy. Really? What law is that? Well, don't they, they have a uh, Marguerite Pizza Council? If you fuck up pizza, you say no pizza for you. Is this something new? No, it's been around for several, since at least when they started doing pizza parlors. Okay, I, oh, I have no idea. Hamburger I, Council. I have no idea. I've never been there. Never by, but I watch a lot of pizza videos, and so they always think American pizza, posh, pish, posh. Yeah. Yeah, because they only use a certain kind of mozzarella. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of pizza around here, but I've never had Italian pizza. Italian pizza? Isn't all pizza Italian? Italian pizza. What, Can, Italian penis? Why what? do you just 
Why do you gotta make fun of my speech impediment? It makes me feel really bad about mom, myself. Mom, mom, it makes you sound European and sexy. My accent? Yes. I sound sexy? Yes. Oh, son, you always were mommy's favorite. Well, you swallowed all the others. That, that is true, son. That is true. But I was lucky. Yeah. Yeah, define lucky. Why are you I picking on me? I was staying on, on the cleanup rag, and then somehow, nine months later, I was in. All I did was hear you say Italian, so I just asked him, what the hell's Italian? I think we need to go to marriage counseling. Oh, not this again. You've been mean to me ever since I took off with Tom Nye. Without asking me. But the ground rules were not set. I had no idea. I was just doing what I usually do. What I'm used to doing. Void. Yes. Never get married. Oh, that's the thing. I've met someone. What? Yes. A cougar is going to adopt me. We're going to live in her cave. In the cougar? Yeah. What? That, that's who you're going to marry? Yeah, I get scratched every so often, but uh, she brings me dead animals for free. Yeah. Well, this sounds, All you can eat. It sounds like a good snack every once in a while. Yeah, it gets a little strange when she brings people's cats and dogs. Uh, that's okay. Some cultures eat cats and dogs. Yeah, and, yeah, and boys' sometimes... culture, he has sex with cats. Yes. I don't think the Egyptians like you saying that. Are you going to take your brother Oz with, that, with you? Are you going to have sex with him too? No, no. No, don't do that to your brother. We're doing that too with the cougar, he might as well. I know, but the cougar's put hot Oz over your wiener and then put Oz inside the cougar. How old is this cougar, son? I don't know. Is she older than your mom? Oh, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. That sounds. At least sounds she ages like wine, not milk, right? Yeah. I think the thermostat's uh, gonna be hot. Hopefully, she ages like wine. Yes, yeah, she has big huge nipples. Feet. And six of them. Do I get the honor of walking you down the aisle since your dad was murdered years ago in prison? I don't know if I should wear my birthday suit or a tuxedo to the wedding. You should just wear a tie over your junk. Bring a condom. Yeah. Don't you want grandkids? Not from you. Uh, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm afraid. Mom, you'll have an orgasm. Get off the fence. I'm afraid of what might happen to them if they're born in this lifetime. Well, uh, Bigfoot's my best man, so ask him for advice. Don't talk to your foot again. Are you still talking to your feet? No, Bigfoot isn't. Well, you have a Bigfoot in a little foot. That's weird. I tried tying a wood block to it to make it even, but it didn't work. One size six women's and one size nine. No, one's 11 and a half and one is 12. Jeez. No, let's, let's be realistic, son. One's like a size 14, a man wide. And the other one's a size six in women. Yeah, the guy looked kind of weird at me when I started putting on high heels with the left foot. 
He said, no, ma'am, and started groaning and put his hand down his pants. And then started uh, muttering to himself, Peg, what the hell are you doing? So he was, he was jerking then, off to your feet? No, no, then he, all his kids came in and asked for money. And his wife came in smoking a cigarette. This story just got crazy. I guess that's love and marriage. All this based off you talking to Bigfoot. What yeah. does Littlefoot think? I don't know. He's been dead a million years. Did you? That's why it stinks so bad. Did you stomp on him with your little foot? No, but that when I was a child, I mixed up science of lambs and land before time as a child. Yeah, I remember that week. You were in my bed every night. It was fucking crazy. How Screaming crazy. about, screaming about, yeah, weird, weird stuff. It was, it was weird. Yeah, I kept on asking if. Fava beans is what he eats for dinner night when he eats her pussy. Fava beans? What's that? The vegetable that Hannibal Lecter liked with wine and brains. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm going to get a brain model. Oh, nice. Yeah, $50 on the Amazon. Then they, I could show people their brain. Are you going to do some tiki talk? I mean, don't, don't you just have to squeeze your balls to show them the brain? Void, everybody knows you get kicked off TikTok for that. Oh, we got to go to OnlyFans. Yeah, it's Twitter's the one you gotta be watching out for. Oh. You I've can't seen... put hypothetical statements out there threatening people that don't exist because they never done anything to you. Oh no, I, I just think they have to come down on all threats. Equally. It's not a threat? No, no, I'm just saying act of I violence. You said I general. would. Those looks that you're giving me from across the table, baby. Yeah. Ooh. You want me to put fava beans right next to your bean? Yes. I want you to rub my fava bean. Whoa. With your tongue. Oh, okay. So we're going to have to do something, you guys. What? We're going to be... These are one of the cool podcasts. These guys were helpful. The prostitution one? Yeah, the prostitutors podcast. I mean, obviously, you know why we need to talk to them because we have a world class one right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a, a grade A class prostitute. I told them we fit right up the alley, yeah. right in the crack of true crime. They're gonna like. They're gonna like me. Oh yes. Do the they want to do those podcasts? Do they want to test me out first? I didn't ask. You want me to? You, you need to ask. I don't want you to get jealous again. I'm still banned on Twitter. You want to start off this uh, these ad? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Aliens have come. Why? Where are you? All over the place. Not in my eye, son. Not in my eye. What are you doing to your mother, my lover, Void? Ah, uh, nothing. Ah, oh, shit, it got in my eye. Damn it, son, I told you not to. And they're using the internet to learn about the history of neuroscience. What's the name again? Correlation Sensation. Yeah, the Correlation Sensation podcast announcer, you dumbass. Yeah, we pay him 50 bucks and that's all we got. Yeah, 50. He sucks. You know how many oogie woogies I had to give the bum? Does she want to taste? He always wants a taste. He has an insatiable appetite. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, he pays good though. Ten dollars a woogie woogie boo. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Hey, what we do anyways? We're doing something, right? Ten whole dollars? Episode eighty nine. Yes. Yes, because eighty eight is like one of those lucky numbers of mine. So we don't want to ruin that one for you? No, you already did. I ruined it? Yes. How? Because you were yelling at me about Tom Nye and taking off with him and being mean. I had to set some ground rules. But we just, all we needed to do was have a conversation. Put my strong foot down. That's the conversation. Yeah, you, you did put that strong foot down, didn't you? Down and out. And in and out. I like it when you let me call you daddy. Yeah? Yes. So sexy. Yeah. You know what else is sexy? What? Not the book, then. Not to me a melancholy. I tell you what. Yeah, you kind of told me about it. You were kind of like, uh... I had to listen to that shit this week. Not my favorite. Fifty-six thing to hours do. on the damn audible. Ugh. Fifty-six hours of wanting to sleep. So, there are many sites online. I just shared one. This one I feel has less likeliness to be tampered with, for it was written and it appears to have been scanned into an archival system. Ah, uh, so non-editable uh, web page. Gotcha. You can flip through the pages as it appears as if there's only 678 in this edition. But if you look online, there's a small paperback edition. Well, the pages are small in size. And it's 1,424 pages long. Either way, that's no light to read. That is a good reason why I did not read it all. Not even 10%. Oh. Sorry, I, I was turning the sound off. And then I got distracted by eBay. Quit to buying dildos online. You have enough. No, this one? Oh, my God. So, I have a friend. Nah, you got crystal uh, dildos. I know. No, she was telling me about this. Two-inch what? No, it's called a rosette. And it's a vibrating suction toy i've i've heard uh, mixed things about it but it was a different lady i've heard amazing things about it and i was just looking at it yeah yes mm. you know what i was looking at what my asshole well noogles of google for a definition in 2021 current era for melancholy and I found, quote, a feeling of a pinch of sadness, typically with no obvious cause, end quote. Well, I would say the cause for everyone's melancholy would depend on the individual circumstances in life. Attempting to put one cause towards a disease on the mind is like claiming every river has the same direct source. As if one aquifer leaks out into every single mind or vein of water on earth. This, of course, is absurd. Although all rivers flow downhill towards a larger body of water, they flow different directions, contain different species of fish, various sizes, different mineral contents, and so on. 
much like how melancholy takes various forms. Robert Burton expresses as much in his book. This is a light read by no means, for it was written as a mixed story, for Robert Burton spends his life reading and writing this book several times. A BBC documentary indicated six rewrites, although I have read eight publications. The last publication was a rewritten one, with the publication following the expiration date of Robert Burton. What was that? So you read all eight of them? What? No, that's silly talk. I thought you said you read all eight. You read so many pages, baby. Yeah, so many pages in two, to be exact. That's sexy. 1640 is when Robert Burton died. I believe it was 1651 when the last publication came out. If one takes note on the claimed author for The Anatomy of Melancholy, you will see it does not match the name of Robert Burton, and it's not even close. The pseudonym used for Robert Burton's work was Democritus Jr. In the start of the book, Burton addresses this, for it is apparent that this name was a fictitious. Democritus was an ancient author, known for satire, also called the laughing Greek philosopher. While Democritus Jr. claims this is not his intent, even though the world could use some humor. As a matter of fact, an infinitesimal amount of Democritus is to make fun of all the turmoil in his lifetime, Robert Burton's lifetime, that is, and an additional Democritus in order to make fun of that Democritus. So it sounds like Robert Burton was a little dramatic here. Just a little bit? You had little. to engage the reader, actually, with this long of a book. If, if you could be engaged for that long. Yeah, you could. Many people do it. Many people make the climb. That's a long time to be engaged. Well, you take breaks. You an hour here, an hour there, an hour everywhere. Yeah, I guess so. If you're really into that kind of stuff, listening to all that poetry and nonsense uh, doesn't really float my boat. Well, there was a beautiful, sensical part of the book where Robert Burton, or Democritus Jr., as it were, went in and he uh, told a story about Hippocrates going to the hometown of Democritus. Forgot the name of that one. The name of the town. But anyways, the townspeople were basically calling Democritus a madman, for he was trying to find the cause of melancholy. And when Hippocrates spoke with Democritus, he was cutting open animals trying to find the cause of melancholy. Hippocrates ended up asking Democritus, why would the townsfolk think he was crazy? Democritus replied, because he lost care for worry of the mundane things that people see in life. Hippocrates concluded that Democritus was the most sane man and wise man he ever knew. At least that's how the story went, according to this book. You know what I heard about in the olden times in the 50s? When a woman had hysteria, the uh, doctor would use a vibrator on her. Yes. That but sounds that was reasonable. like not even that long ago. That's not even that far from this book, as a matter of fact. Um, and this book is splitting up into causes and symptoms of 
melancholy with the various forms of melancholy. Then we have the cures for melancholy. Then there's a third section that's dedicated to love melancholy and religious connection to the various types of melancholy. I mean, think about it. If you're having sex over and over and over and over and you're never reaching climax because the men in that time had no idea. There were no studies on well, the women. Well, some could. You just got to yes, wiggle around in there. You got to experiment, baby. Yes, but yeah, I'm talking. Use that tongue. Use the thumb. I'm talking about back in the day. Up the bomb. When there was like no research done on women's anatomy. Uh, they anatomy, knew of the skin's gland. Anatomy or any of the sexual organs. Everything was based off of men. Not everything. Yes. No. When it came to the teachings of sex. No, the teaching of sex was like, see woman there? Oh, sexy. Oh, bang, bang, bang. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's All what sex you was. care about is you're getting your own rocks off. And that's Why are you how making big stroking motions? No, no. You need to take your time. We could do both. Go slow. And then get Lots my of rocks touching off. everywhere. Especially, you know, the neck, Purring. the ears, We can bring the Oz nipples, into the bedroom. The navel, the inner thighs. I do all that. The outside of the vagina. Well, I actually, the outside of the labias. Pressure, there's something called cupping I that I was that. looking into. I cup. Cupping is when you cup the whole fucking thing. Yeah. The whole... Yeah, you apply suction. You gotta just smack it and grab it and squeeze that shit and cup it and hold it and apply pressure. You're describing exactly what I do. I know. Oh, okay. I'm giving them directions. Yes. You'll have uh, three sex parts in the room here. You could even put two... Insert two fingers and then, you know, your finger... And your pinky finger on the sides of the lips and yes. apply pressure. Gork mouth. Right two there. fingers into yes. the dragon. Just like that. The, uh, the uh, golf ball, or the I mean the uh, boning ball hole. Don't forget to apply the pressure. Pressure is very important because the clitoris goes from the little button inside all the way down to the vagina opening so one of the one of the ideas that robert burton said when it came to women who did not have uh sexual intercourse more specifically nuns and why they would have melancholy was because they did not get jiggy with it and this was an attack on the catholic church where robert burton of course he was british so he had he had his uh what they call that the other type of christian sect catholic no, not Catholic. He was Baptist. a Protestant. Protestant, see. Okay, see, I was going to say it makes sense that those women were fucking nuts because, I mean, if I couldn't get off, I'd be a crazy psycho bitch, too. Yeah, yeah. It's very Haven't you heard that Lance Morris song? I'm a bitch, I'm a lover. Well, I'm a nun, that's I'm your brother. That's besides the point. I mean, if I couldn't get off, I'd be a fucking cunt. Just saying. I must say, I important. lick taint. You relieve, you know, lots of tension in your body. I go deep up in the paint. 
cortisol levels go down. I mean, orgasms for the body are, yes, it's so, it's, it's, it's perfect. Very it's, true. It's I heard it actually it's helps amazing. with, uh, with uh, de-aging too. Yes, you put the jizz on your face and you have a no, less wrinkle. No, Is orgasm. that why I look so young? Yes. Maybe you should start the, your own facial spa, Gork. The early days, you know, trying to see just yeah. how many times I could pop in one day? Yes, it would be a picture of me doing the splits and me, you know, holding down like a sphere just below my legs. And I'd have this look of orgasm on my face and it would say, Gork's facial experience. You're going to have a spear hanging from your balls? Yes. Can like I, I got the whole world can under I my knots. Can I watch that? Sure. That oh. sounds so hot, baby. We probably would have to have recordings for other, you know, ways of making income. Yeah, duh. That's like fine. OnlyFans secret account. Or, you know, the Pornhub stuff. Yeah, that too. Just look for spear balls. Yeah. So, you want to go back to the book? I guess. Are you going to, like, sound all melancholy and shit? I don't think so. Okay. Back to topic. Back to topic. Yep. Yeah, so Democritus Jr. was focusing on ideas of his time that were being seen at, at a negative light by the writer. But some say it was satire. To a certain degree. That pussy's making lots of noise over there. I think it ate your vibrator. It sounds like that. I'll have to show you the toy I'm talking about, babe. I've seen what that looks like. Sweet I remember pot. in a group I'm in. No, girls. this is this different one. This one has like the... This has a vibrator on the other end, too. Oh, for him. Nope. That's why really it's weird. really big. What? I, I What's the first thing <laughs> you think of when you think of me and vibrators, boy? You think he wants that in his third vagina? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's probably not to his liking. I'm gonna. I will tickle his junk with it. I thought about doing that. I think. I think he'd enjoy a little bit of tickling. Yeah, anyways. My favorite meal of the day. Have her rub my balls and drink liquor. He's trying to get back to topic and we won't let him, son. <laughs> Sorry. That's Keep it. talking about cock and balls and vibrators and getting your rocks and socks and bopping off. Bop it. Twist it. Pound it. Yes. Pump it. Yes. Squeeze it. Bang it. <laughs> Jizz it. Lick it. Okay, you guys, you're getting me turned on here. Lick it. Like, very stop. Why, baby, gonna lick it? Stroke it. So, one of the many things that Democritus Jr. was talking about in this book was that there are many writers, but many who are incapable of writing out there in the world, and many are full of bullshit and blah, 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 looking at everything in a negative light. This is why many would assume that he was being satirical in nature. And he even said explicitly that he was going to use his own melancholy to make fun of the world. Another thing is, is that he was mocking the idea that people would assume him to be arrogant enough to use 
the name Democritus Jr. Because even though Democritus Jr., a.k.a. Robert Burton, had a bounty of books and moral libraries at his disposal, then Democritus himself, he could not possibly be able to live up to Democritus. He was just a mere student of all the books he read and that it would be preposterous for him to start questioning his own academic institution. Continuing to show likeness in his life to that of Democritus's life, where both the author, Robert Burton, and Democritus were sequestered from the quote-unquote tumults and troubles of the world. A little further on the next page, we have this little quote here, and little it is not. Here's the quote. Quote, I hear new news every day, and those ordinary rumors of war, plagues, fires, inundations, thefts, murders, massacres, meteors, comets, speculums, prodigies, apparitions of towns taken, cities besieged in France, Germany, Turkey, Persia, Poland, etc. Daily musters in the preparations and such like, which these tempestuous times aboard, battles fought, so many men slain, shipwrecks, piracies, and sea fights, peace, leagues, stratagems, and fresh alarms, a vast confusion of vows, wishes, actions, edicts, auditions, lawsuits, pleas, laws, proclamation, complaints, grievances are daily brought to our ears. New books every day, pamphlets, curantos, stories, whole catalogs of volumes of all sorts, new paradoxes, opinions, schisms, heresies, controversies in philosophy, religion, and etc. Now come tidings of weddings, maskings, mummeries, entertainments, jubilees, embassies, tilts in the tournaments, trophies, triumphs, rivals, sports, plays, then again, as in new shifted scene, treasons, cheating tricks, robberies, enormous villainies in all the kinds, funerals, burials, deaths of princes, new discoveries, expeditions, now comical and tragical matters. Today we hear of new lords and officers created tomorrow of some great men disposed, and then again of fresh honors conferred. One is on the loose, another imprisoned, and purchased, another breaked. He thrives, his neighbor turns bankrupt, now plenty, then again darth and famine. One runs, another rides, wrangles, laughs, weeps, and etc. This I hear daily, and such like, both private and public news, amidst the gallantry and misery of the world. Jollity, pride, perplexities and cares, simplicity and villainy, subtlety, knavery, condor, and integrity mutually mixed in offering themselves. So did he ever, like, quit paying attention to all that stuff? I think he basically ran into a point where he couldn't keep up with it, so he started naming off all the, you know, descriptors. just seems like all he paid attention to was all the bad things around him. Wouldn't that create chaos around you? Yeah, one would think it's all the way he looked at it. Yeah, that's how I think anyways. He just sound like an unsatisfied old fart. Not much different from the ones today. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I... Get off my lawn. Yes, I do, sweetie buns.
Stop shaving the sides of your head and getting colored mohawks. Okay. Go get the real job. I will show you that. Get off my lawn. Get married and have kids. Oh, my hemorrhoids. What do you want me to do to your hemorrhoids? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, that, saying things that the old people would say. Oh, well, okay. I thought you were talking about your hemorrhoids. No, we don't talk about those here. Okay, I'm sorry. Void, remember to remind me to edit that out. Yes, sir. We don't want people to know about your hemorrhoids. Yeah. I'm sorry, baby. Not the large postulous one. Mine are quite swollen today. So I've come to the conclusion that while Robert Burton has contradicted himself many times in his book, and one of the cures he would use was also considered a cause of certain types of melancholy. And uh, Robert Burton, what is that smile on your face? What? I was thinking about my hemorrhoids. You want me to take care of them tonight? Yes. Is there a gas leak in here? I just heard a squeak. No, I think you're hearing things. Not from me. Maybe the key. The pussy. Yeah, maybe you got a squeaky pussy. Maybe the pussy. Maybe you got a little bit up void. So Robert Burton considered one of the causes of melancholy, or one type of melancholy, is to be in too much solitude. While many would consider reading being a part of solitude, it was actually considered a cure for a certain type of melancholy because it allowed you to distract yourself from the melancholy. I don't think you're truly alone when one is reading a book. You're basically consuming something someone would have said to you if they could have. It's creating another world within your mind. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's not really much solitude because you're not really alone with a book. You know what I really like? I like being alone. I feel like sometimes you need to be alone so you can think your own thoughts instead of have everybody else's thoughts put in your face or in your mind. Yeah, probably not a good idea. I like to be a loner. It's something I enjoy. That's why you do midnight gallivanting all over the planet? Hey, I told you we're not talking about that anymore. I won't do it again. I will never do it again without your permission. They're going to be catching you. Snookums, sweetie buns. What? I love you. Mm. I won't ever do it again. Lies. Without your permission. Void, you hear this? Mumble jumble. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell if she's lying or not. You can punish me later. Okay. I think she needs a spanking. That sounds like a good time. Yeah? I mean, no, don't do that to me. Please, don't. Stop. Don't stop. Okay. Democritus Jr. described melancholy as a malady composed of a mixture of ailments in physiological, psychological, and spiritual parts of the person's being. Melancholy is described as a fear and or sorrow without the particular cause, yet he thought the root came from a physical cause, so he contradicted himself there. There are also categories of melancholy, such as natural and unnatural. So, natural melancholy comes from an excess of the melancholy humor. This natural melancholy is described as crippling. Then there is an unnatural melancholy. This is when some 
sort of corrosion occurs in the other humors. This unnatural melancholy is called sanguine melancholy. I think because, I've heard that term before. Because your blood has become bad or corrupted. Oh. Bad blood, not to be confused with the Tuskegee experiments, you know, where they intentionally injected the syphilis into the African-Americans in the 20th century. Yes. That Wait, was terrible. they did that? Yeah. Yeah. They said they had bad blood. They gave them syphilis. Yes. They said, oh, we told you we had bad blood. You got to keep on coming by. And they're just running experiments to see the different, you know, effects of syphilis of the body. That's crazy. I never heard of it. Yes, syphilis can kill pretty bad. Yeah. We already found the long-term effects on someone. What? Son. I don't have syphilis. I'm sorry to inform you, but your father gave it to you when you were about seven. But I've gone to the doctor for years. Yeah, he took care of it. Oh, okay. He's the one we, tr we had to pay off to help with the medical bills. Or, you know, the medical diagnosis is. Yeah. No wonder that's how I lost my eye, you damn bastard. Yeah, so, yeah, rather than, you know, just moping around, um, like natural melancholy. Unnatural melancholy is described as a person being cheerful rather than moping. Oh, so underneath the skin, feeling melancholy, gotcha. Well, it kind of has me thinking of mania. You know, which is currently now seen as the opposite side of melancholy or depression, whatever you want to call it. And this is actually seen commonly in people with manic depression or also known as bipolar disorder. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. There is also another type of melancholy, which is called choleric melancholy. This is when someone just wants to start shit all the time with different people, picking fights just to fuck with someone. Oh. Sometimes I think I might be borderline bipolar. Everybody's bipolar. Everybody goes through ups and downs. And some more so depending on what they're going through. Yes, but sometimes it's really crazy. Like around that time of the month? Yeah, it's pretty bad then. Oh shit, you okay? You dropped my pussy. He's okay. Ozzy, are you okay? That my was poor pussy. Brother. Oh no! He's fine. He just wanted to jump. He wanted to come see mama. My pussy comes to see your mama. I like it when the pussy comes to see me. Some girl-on-girl -girl action, woo. So, there was recognition from Robert Burton that there's physical elements that cause the psychological anguish of melancholy. While he also noted that the anguish of the mind can cause physical problems someone would have, like stress rashes or, you know, maybe irritable bowel syndrome or the shakes or stutters or what have you. This leads Robert Burton to logically conclude that there must be some physical cause to psychological disorders. He also said trying to tell someone who is feeling melancholy to not feel melancholy is kind of like telling a wounded person not to feel pain or telling someone who is having a fever not to go break out in a sweat. Because a lot of people would say that's out of your control. Even though I'd argue that people have unlocked abilities to control certain sympathetic parts of their bodies. The best thing to do is to actually give somebody something more positive to think about for a few minutes. 
It should help, usually. Or, or, think about the things that you're grateful for. Yes. Every morning, every meal, every nighttime. Write it down. You feel so much better. You start to look at all the things that you like in life because you start habitually training your brain to look at the positive. It's a good thing to do. But that's not what Robert Burton said. Yeah. There are some things that Robert said that alluded to that could be humorous because a lot of people find it humorous. For instance, if someone wants to remain celibate and has troublesome with the, you know, the lust for the flesh, he suggested that someone castrate themselves. That's fucking insane. Who would castrate themselves? You think he did it first? He was a confirmed bachelor. I think you liked it in the butt. By other dudes. Yeah, I was going to say, because remember, we're listening to that, you know, documentary, and then the lady was talking about how he was always with this one guy who he would do, like, studies with. I think that was the guy who pegged him in the butt. Well, I don't remember that part. Okay. You make making shit up now? You, you gathered some extra nut? Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah? Maybe. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. This was not really a coincidence why this book came out and became so popular. Because by this time, um, melancholy was actually kind of a, a vogue thing, if you will. It's, it was in, you know, to be melancholic. Because, you know, a lot of people in, through the Renaissance came to find a lot of books and from many authors in the classical era, such as Aristotle, who talked about one thing that plagues m many great philosophers, artists, and so on, was melancholy. So, like, you know, what comes with greatness, you get a great melancholy. So a lot of people thought it was cool to become melancholic because all the cool people were doing it. So, it sounds so really it's like modern-day emo? Wow. Yeah, yeah, so... My thoughts on Robert Burton, I would assume he was actually melancholic, not for the purpose of being melancholic, but it's speculated through the BBC documentary that I listened to, that is why this book was popular. And they blamed it on Aristotle. Like, she was without a doubt going, oh, it's because of Aristotle, even though you can't blame anybody else for your own actions other than yourself. Huh. That's you still just preposterous. Like a rhinoceros. I said preposterous. Hippopotamus? Propellers. Preposterous. Oh, another thing I remember from the BBC documentary is that if someone has been cheated before when they're in a relationship, he suggested to, to go out with a prostitute. That way they could j just get it all said and done with. That way you already know that the person's being cheated on. Although Robert Burton admitted that he had no room to speak in affairs of love or sex because he'd never been married himself. Couldn't really speak about the different categories of melancholy, even though he read about other people's takes on these accounts of different types of melancholy. He categorized melancholy demographically, too, which is kind of interesting. He said women's melancholy or nuns melancholy, 
they're different types of melancholy. He used demographics rather than everybody's specific type because he wasn't one to be a physician. He was a person, person who would read books, so he was stuck in the abstract. So he wasn't like hands-on. It was more like mental. Basically from what he read kind of thing. Gotcha. So instead of reading the whole book, I thought I'd pick out some quotes from Robert Burton's book. You guys listening, Void? Yes. Okay. Thou canst not think worse of me than I do myself. That's pretty true. Yeah, this is a good quote, huh? Yeah, it's a good quote. I have we to are agree with that. Artist critic. Yes, we are. Yeah. He that increaseth wisdom increaseth sorrow. Uh, depending on know. how you look at life. Depends on how you increase your wisdom. <laughs> when I increase my wisdom on life or any subject, <laughs> subject it makes me feel better. Um, here's another quote. What cannot be cured must be endured. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's all about enduring stuff. He's all about Jesus. having did, to deal Robert, with it. Uh, uh, did the cure steal all his ideas to write their music? Jesus Christ. Well, this is coming from a dude who ended up being found with a slit in his throat. Oh. So he probably couldn't endure his melancholy that much. That's crazy. But wasn't he really old? I mean, he wasn't young. Let me, let me see here. It was like 70s, right? He was born in 1577 and died in 1640. So he was 63. 63, okay. Oh, almost 63. He was like, like, fucking... I thought it was 73. He was 14 days away from 63. I heard it wrong, I guess. Close enough. Was he just <laughs> like, F it, not another birthday. Uh, I yeah, think probably. so. <laughs> Sounds about right, son. Sounds kind of sad. Never married, so he never had any kids. Well, that... Anybody knew of. Um, he probably only had sex with men. So. Well, if he liked that, that's fine. Yeah, if he liked it, it's fine. You can grow to like it. Come here, boy. No, no, no. No, no Turkish bathhouse tonight. Get pretty, away from me. Pretty sure it's something that you have to want to enjoy. What's up with you and the Turkish it? people? Nothing. It was a joke. They get really handsy in there. Really? Oh, yeah. You been? No, it's just known. It's kind of a joke. It's kind of a joke? Because they give crazy-ass rub down with the hot oils and really slap you around. So wait, wait. Is this something that really happens, or is this a joke? No, it's a joke that they, like, molest you, but they just give really tough massages. Like, they will, like, really punch you, slap you, smack you, and... It sounds like my kind of place. It's yeah, just... but it's all a bunch of, like, muscly dudes. Oh, that makes it all the more fun. Come on, Ford. Let's go. Can I come? Yeah. It could be a family trip. I actually don't think women are allowed in it. Well, we just put a beer on her. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I don't know, get a strap on or something. Yeah, she walk around with a strap on in the Turkish bathhouse. Well, there might also be uh, ladies' areas, but I know they keep it separate. How do you know? Maybe they went, uh, you know, Because she's had liberal. so many Swedish massages. Maybe they have unisex. 
There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was. It sounds like a really good time. Really gay old time. Yeah, it's really yabba-dabba-doo. Yeah. Let's have a gay old time. She liked that? That was, that was perfect. I have a good quote that everybody should take into account when trying to read this book. Okay, what's From that? Robert Burton. If you like not my writing, go read something else. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Robert. That's pretty good. That's why I went to go read other things other he than your gave, book. He gave it to them. He gave it to them real good. Yeah. Yeah, another quote is melancholy can be overcome only by melancholy. Whoa. That was so like a never-ending cycle. Or you can pull yourself out of it. Yeah, maybe he can overcome himself, you know. I bet you... taking himself so seriously. I bet you it was someone like him who came up with antidepressants. Yes. Here, take this pill. It's going to make you shit yourself, have migraines... Uh, who knows? You can't, you can't get off. Cause oh, don't, don't even think about trying to take the precursors to your neurotransmitters that might be not in balance and might be causing you a depression. Don't think about taking yeah, L-tryptophan. Or, or maybe the, the food you're eating isn't, you know, efficient Healthy. enough and your body's not getting the right nutrition. So, you know, it's fucking up your serotonin levels, don't which take your, that one, come yeah. from the guts. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's, let's take a pill that we can't get off of and be normal afterwards, and it'll fuck up so many other things in the process. Here's a really good quote. Then we can take more pills. A quiet mind cureth all. That's my favorite one. So, here's a pretty insensitive quote here. The eyes are the harbingers of love. Void, you can only love half as much. And the first step of love is sight. I feel bad for Stevie Wonder. Love is blind? I don't know. He said the opposite here. What did Stevie Wonder say? He's got skeletons in his closet. I'm... I'm Very superstitious. I'm... Writing's on your walls. What walls? Vagina walls? Yeah. The Benoit balls? Yes. Benoit balls. Here's a good one. One religion is as true as another. So yeah, there we have a book that you can read if you want. I'm not going to read it. No, this would have to be something I get paid to read. If you like these podcast episodes, you like and you share, you follow, you subscribe, you do a review, then you DM us and you show us what you did for us, then you could become a tribe member. You could become the 15th. And get a free t-shirt. It glows yeah. in the dark, too. Limited edition. Only tribal members will get it. Yeah, I did not record that song. I said I would void. Oh, I've been okay. working on it. Every day I tinker on it. It changes all the time. I can't find a beginning or an end. It, it grows like fungus from and, my toes. And then he, like, found the beginning and the end, and then, like, it just disappeared again. Yeah, like it got sucked back in my butthole. It did. It did. It really did. It went... The beginning and end of the turn. I think you need to talk to a doctor. Why? Well, if a turd does that, it may not be healthy. I just got the vacuum for it. That just means I have good butthole control. He's talking about... Um, turtle. 
turtle head poop. I don't know where that sound came from, boy. The butthole pucker. Is that what yours does? No, I just hear uh, a long, long uh, crackling noise going like... Then plop. You hear the wet, juicy poop come out of your butthole? That's not the only sound I heard come out. One time it sounded like someone fucking squoze a chicken till it burst and spilled blood everywhere. So like popping I had a water balloon. I squeeze some stuff out of my asshole last night. Yeah, you did. Void. What? You got to get a woman, Void. I know it's hard, but I am speaking to nice cougar, but uh, she only wants to be friends with benefits. That's okay. That's better than nothing. Yeah, just remember, wear a condom. Maybe she will change her mind once she meets your mother. She is in the ladies, too. I have oh, no that doubt about sounds that. like a good time. I know. Oh, yeah? Only if you want. We'll talk about that later. That did not look like it was a good one for you. What? You don't know I that. I think I might get my balls Every clapped. day things change. She'd have to be the right one. You want to talk about Rene Descartes next? Who's that? Well, he describes the penile gland as control yes. center of the body and mind. Yes. <coughs> yes. Women only think about their penis. We, we the gotta, penile gland is yes. the penis. We got to do that one. Always with the penis with void. You said penile gland. Yeah, he said penis. And he said penis. He wants a penis in his brain. Oh, just get the man, Void. You don't no, have to be no, a woman. No. I'm in the. I think penises are disgusting. Penises you know, aren't disgusting. They're not that bad. You've they're, had one salty. in your. You've had one in your mouth before, son. No, I haven't. Yeah, remember that time with purple. Your father. No, that's not. You purple. did sixty-nine with purple. You were making that up. I am not. I have photograph. That's why your dad went to prison because of the child <coughs> pornography with you in in yeah, him in it. Don't forget the jizz on your face. Yeah. You don't remember that? That's probably why he thinks it's disgusting. Jesus. Probably. All his brothers and sisters died right on his forehead. It wasn't really even his gametes. It was completely different gametes from his. Are you enjoying this banter, son? We injected his dad with a special... You seem like you're really enjoying this banter. We injected a special... I'm giving you the silent treatment. Oh, he's upset with that son. Come and give me a hug. No. Okie dokie. Smokey. We're done. We're done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Till next week. We see you later? Um, we leave in peace. We'll talk to yeah. you later. You'll yeah. hear us later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Bye. See you later. Void, say something, goddammit. Say goodbye to the people. Stop playing with your phone. Your dick is in the wrong hand. Hey, come on. Your toes. Ah, we leave in peace. Bye-bye.